Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to talk about when is the right time to hire a financial advisor. And then in my next episode, we're going to talk about how do you go about selecting the right advisor for you. Because you've heard me say this before, but when it comes to choosing whether or not to get an advisor and which advisor to pick, there's not a right answer for everybody, but there is a right answer for you. Now, most people would assume that any financial advisor, when asked when is the right time to hire an advisor, would immediately answer yesterday or as soon as possible. It's been my experience that a good advisor relationship really requires two things. Uh, one, there has to be value added. So essentially, the advisor needs to possess a skill set that the client doesn't feel that they already have in their toolkit or have access to. Um, and the second thing, there has to be a willingness to uh, plan and, and do the work. Uh, so give you a perfect example. If you are a 22-year-old college graduate, um, Working your first job, living at home, parents still helping you with cell phone bills and car bills and car insurance, your desire uh, to go out and look and hire for and hire a financial advisor is pretty low because uh, you know things are relatively simple. You're not really having to push yourself personally financially, so that individual uh, is not shouldn't really be in the market for a financial advisor at this time. So let's walk through a couple scenarios where people are likely to be seeking out a financial advisor, and then we'll end with a framework for financial planning that you may be able to use um, you know, in, in applying to your current goals or current situation. And it's a framework I, you know, I use with clients all the time. So I mentioned you know, there has to be two factors. One, there has to be a skill factor in deciding whether or not to hire an advisor. So a lot of times we'll meet with clients that are very intelligent individuals. They have advanced degrees in various uh, subjects. Um, but when it comes to the art or the, the science of financial planning, they are intimidated. You know, they lack the skill. They don't uh, have the desire or interest to look at mutual funds or investments. They don't like running Excel spreadsheets for budgeting. Um, and it just really is something that's not in their wheelhouse. So they know they, they need to be doing this. So they see the need for planning for their retirement, for their kids' education, but they just lack the skill. And in those situations, they may seek out an advisor who can work with them over time, uh, one, to you know, develop a game plan for their future and have ongoing checkpoints to make sure that they're staying on track for their goals. The second is individuals that have a high degree of skill. So they may have a finance background. They may have you know, managed their own investments or you know, been, you know, run spreadsheets and done budgeting for their businesses. Um, but when it comes to their personal stuff, they just don't want to. They know it's always going to be kind of put on the back burner, the last priority that when it comes to it. You know, it's the old uh, cobbler's kids that have no shoes mentality. So if you, if you look at your planning uh, prowess and say, look, I know I can do this. I have all the tools and skills, but I know I'm never going to do it. Uh, sometimes that might be the right time to engage an advisor and say, look, I, I, just the accountability and someone who's going to take this off my plate is kind of the best investment I can make in my financial future because that allows me to focus on the things I'm best at and things I truly enjoy doing while knowing that the rest of my financial future is being well guarded and well taken care of. Another scenario that will have people seeking out financial advice or financial planning is a major life event. 
So, you know, as you go throughout your financial lives, things may be pretty, pretty standard. Um, but then all of a sudden you're thinking about a, a job change that's going to have you moving cross country, uh, or you have a college education that's coming up, or you have an aging parent. And all of a sudden, the things that were kind of standard and normal are now being thrown for a loop. So, you know, this is a lot of times when people will start to seek out advice when there's a triggering point in their life, whether it be a major financial decision or uh, things are just getting a little bit more complicated than they're comfortable with. And, you know, you have to ask yourself, am I looking at this point for some financial advice, maybe on a one-time basis or kind of a snapshot? Or am I looking to engage somebody, you know, ongoing because things are going to continue to get more and more complex in my life? I would say the most common scenario where I see clients engaging advisors is they live very busy and chaotic lives, and uh, that's not going to change anytime soon, and they need uh, a trusted person they can have on their side to make sure that they're not missing out on opportunities or causing themselves undue challenges when it comes to their financial matters. So kind of put that in a, a client scenario. Uh, you are a married couple or a, a family with kids that are aging. So you, you know, right now they're in elementary school, middle school, but you know you've got a college education coming up that you've got to start thinking for. Uh, you may have bought your first home, but you do you're starting to outgrow it. So now you have to start thinking about uh, a bigger home. Uh, you've been at the same company for 10 or 15 years, and now you're starting to think about, you know, what do I need to do to climb the ladder to, to make a few extra dollars, and you know, how is that going to impact the overall financial game plan? Your parents that were always kind of uh, steady are now getting a little bit older, and um, now they're, you're maybe starting to worry about, you know, their current, their situation and whether or not you're going to have to be more involved in their planning or their health care or, you know, their well-being. So you have all these different factors that are impacting individuals' lives. And in any given uh, scenario, there's a different product or a different tool that you might need. Um, and it can be overwhelming when you're trying to make decisions about you know, what type of insurance to buy or which mutual fund to buy or should I use a Roth IRA or 401k and you know, should I be you know, offering to help my parents or you know, should we be having this discussion about estate planning? All these things that just make the financial matters even more complex and it's times like this when the value of having a trusted advisor on your side will really begin to you know, show their worth. So as I mentioned earlier, we're going to walk through kind of a, a very basic approach to goal development or financial planning. And you can apply this to other aspects of your life. It doesn't have to be just financial. I was fortunate enough to have this taught to me very early on in my career uh, by a, a former leader. And it's always resonated. And I've, I, you know, I, like I said, I use it over and over again in a lot of different scenarios. And if you stop at each step of the five-step process, it's an opportunity for you to ask, you know, can I do this on my own? Do I have the, the skill to, to get past this step? And do I have the will? Am I going to do it? Uh, and if the answer is no to either one of those questions, that may be the time when you start to you know, reach out for advice or help. So the first step in anything is you need to have a goal. Simply put, it's really hard to decide the best path to get a pl to any place if you don't pick the destination. So having a goal uh, is going to be first and foremost in any financial planning. So if you want to retire, you got to pick a year. If you want to plan for college education, you have to pick a ballpark range of what that, co that college might cost. So really, it starts with having a goal. And if that process is hard for you, you may not have you know, experiences to draw from, or you're just not exactly sure what's realistic or how to set goals that may be appropriate for you, you know, that might be the time to start engaging uh, somebody. 
The second step is to have a plan. So in order to, you have the goal, now you start to lay out your directions or your roadmap. So you start developing that game plan. And for financial goals, it could be how much you need to save or how you need to invest or how you need to protect or... And sometimes it's easiest to work backwards. So if you know you want to have a million dollars by the age of 55, how much would I need to have uh, you know, each year leading up to that and how much eventually would I have to start saving from the beginning? So now you've got the goal, you've written up a plan or you've come up with some course of action. Now you actually have to work the plan. And for some people, working the plan is the hardest. And this is really where that accountability uh, of an advisor can be you know, invaluable. Because not only do you have to save month one, but you know, month 36, you still need to be saving. And you know, if you're trying to resist buying uh, toys so you can have that house, you know, it's not always easy to do that time and time again. So being able to work the plan uh, requires some accountability, some checkpoints, some, some systems to make sure that you're not deviating off course. And once again, like I said, some people are very good at doing this on their own. They're, they're, they've got their systems, they've got their checklist, they've got their accountability, and they can really get, get things done. Uh, but for others that tend to skew off course or get distracted, that's really where you know, an advisor can help keep you on the, on the, on the path. The next uh, part of it is you need to avoid discouragement. So like everything in life, there's going to be curveballs. There's going to be things that pop up that you're not ready for. And when your ability to kind of manage your emotions and control the direction of things during these unexpected events can really make a huge difference in your success or failure or your degree of success in achieving your financial goals. Take, for example, what happened in March of 2020. We, you know, we, with the pandemic uh, coming in, we had markets kind of falling through the ground and you know, people questioning, do I take all my money out? Do I run to cash? What should I do? Um, and for the most part, you know, the, the right thing was to stay the course. Um, but people that weren't prepared to, to make good decisions in stressful times might have taken money out of the markets. And you know, if they waited three or six months to put it back in, kind of missed the uptick. So you know, being able to control direction and, and manage discouragement can be a, a big part of where an advisor plays their role. Um, because like I said, it's not always just about which mutual fund you pick, but how you deal with the, the unexpected things in life. And then the last thing you need to do is, is adjust accordingly or re, you know, re, reassess and make any changes to your plan. So if you said, hey, I want to, I want to have a million dollars by the time I'm 55 and you, know, you realize after a couple of years in that might just have been way too aggressive of a goal um, or you know, maybe you've had a, some really big bonuses and you're going to blow that out of the water. Um, so you need to reassess and adjust your planning accordingly and kind of start from the beginning. So you know, are my goals still appropriate? Do they still align with my family and you know the things that have happened in my life uh, do I need to update my plan and then you know continue to work that plan ongoing so you know at any of these five steps if you realize you know what I, I could probably set a goal but I'm not a great at coming up with the planning that's where I'm going to reach out and, and, and look to engage somebody or you know what I can come up with a plan but I need a little bit of help in picking the right products or someone to hold me accountable or you know, someone just to be there for a sounding board when things get messy. Um, so all these areas are, are opportunities to engage advisors. Um, in my next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about how to find the right advisor. You know, so if you do your, your homework and you know, really get a good sense of what type of help you need and what type of advice you're open to or receptive to, you can then apply those learnings to trying to find the right advisor for you. Because when it comes to picking a financial advisor or choosing when to hire an advisor, like I said at the beginning, there's not a right time for everybody, but there is a right time for you.
Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, on Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.